Welcome to Ear Full of Dirt, bringing you the latest Major League Rugby news, views, and abuse. Now here are your hosts, Aaron, Dan, and Victor. Hello everyone. Welcome to Ear Full of Dirt. Good evening. This is Victor Perez speaking with my producer, Corey Munson, who hopefully you'll be able to hear. There we go. Hey, Victor. <laughs> How are we doing, Corey? Oh, I'm doing great tonight. How are you? Uh, no, well, thank you. Once again, good evening to you as well. So, guys, as you can tell, Corey and I are Daniel and Aaron Les. Unfortunately, both of those gentlemen were busy with life stuff. And since Corey and I are the guys that are in the rugby podcast that never play rugby, and I guess we got nothing better to do with our lives, um, here we are. So That's there we go. about it. Yeah. Beautiful. So, Victor, what we got? Uh, what we got coming up on the show tonight? Beautiful. Well, guys, you got to excuse me because I need to do the rundown, and I'm not used to that. I usually is Aaron's job. So, in tonight's uh, broadcast, we're going to be talking first of all um, the Utah Combine that just happened this past uh, Saturday. Lots of juicy details regarding that. And uh, speaking of combines, we're also going to be mentioning about the upcoming combine for Glendale. Uh, Raptors coming this following Saturday. On top of that, of course, the usual signings as we usually do. Um, we'll briefly mention an interview that we had this past week uh, as well. Stay tuned, of course, on those details. Uh, and besides that, obviously, views, news, and abuse as we usually do. Uh, the Twitter of the week. And unfortunately, no questions the, uh, today. So we're not going to be mentioning any questions, but hopefully by next week. Bob's uh, sleeping on the job. I'm not sure what's up with that. So no questions from Bob this week. He was probably in the combine because remember he is from Utah. That's true. It's very possible he was busy. So, <laughs> so you know, I want to kick us off uh, if you don't mind, Victor, and uh, let's go up to Seattle for a minute. And uh, the Sea Wolves have added a member to their advisory board, and that's uh, John Clavin. Now, John is the current chairman of uh, USA Rugby's Referee and Laws Committee. Uh, he is well known in bo uh, for both of his expertise in the application of the laws of the game and regulations of rugby, and for displaying incredible passion in the art of rugby refereeing. So this guy is pretty much a rock star as far as uh, rules and regs go. Uh, for USA Rugby, and I think it's also uh, one of the clearest examples of uh, perhaps a burgeoning relationship between MLR and USA Rugby, even though, you know, nothing can be official at this time just because of uh, ongoing litigation between USA Rugby and uh, that other league, which we won't mention the name of here. So uh, it's interesting, though, that he would come on uh, on in an advisory position, and I think it uh, speaks to the professionalism, once again, of the league and uh, what what we're trying to build here. So I don't know. What do you think of this one? Well, I what I think is the, the fact that it's great that we're having the current um, chairman of the USA Rugby for Furries and Law Committee now as an advisor to a team in MLR, which again, hopefully that would build a bridge if it hasn't been built already between the the national governing body and Major League Rugby, because again, like you said, litigation with this other entity, uh, which if I'm not mistaken, the contract at the time with USA Rugby, I think, I think finishes either 
this month. I, I think it's might be in November when it's over. So I guess by then we'll hear something of that. Um, interesting enough, um, Mr. Clemens is originally from Dublin, Ireland, from Lenston Province, one of the four provinces of Ireland. And he's been refereeing since the 70s. So he's been around for a while. He went to the legendary Black Rock College, which is, by the way, the college where a gentleman with the name of Alan McGinty used to be the headmaster or principal. You may know him as the father of current USA Eagle, Mr. Alan uh, McGinty Jr., also known as AJ McGinty. Some of you may know he's one of my favorite players in the Eagles. And if you know me, you know that my USA Rugby jersey has Mr. McGinty's name and number 10 supply half in the back of it. So, and also the fact that I'm familiar with his girlfriend, which by the way, hello to, to Sam. She was really cool, by the way. Yeah, you probably heard me talk about her and her mom, who are both Colombian. So my Colombian lady dating an, an Irish guy. Beautiful kids, I'm sure, once they have them. So, <laughs> so in any case, again, um, best of luck, obviously, to Mr. Clavin and this new news venture with the, the Seawolves. Yeah, I think it's uh, great. It's very exciting. Now, uh, I know you had also done some poking around and got some information out of uh, the Utah uh, Warriors combine that they had here. Uh, was it last weekend or the weekend before last? It was actually this past Saturday the 28th. Uh, they had it at their location in, obviously in the state of Utah. If I'm not mistaken, that I think I, I, outside of Salt Lake City, if not in Salt Lake City. But in any case, apparently, according to to the Warriors um, Facebook page, they had over one, well, yeah, was it yeah, about or over 100 athletes, which is great. Uh, and that um and they got together in the recreation athletic co- complex, which yes, is in Salt Lake City. Go check it. Um, now there were quite a number of players from uh, uh, Brigham Young University, BYU, as well as University of Utah, and some of the recognizable faces that people mentioned that were. Uh, present were, were both Josh and Jared Weepy. You may know Josh because he was with the USA Selects down in, in, in Uruguay, in Montevideo, for the America's Pacific Challenge, who also just got put in the November test um, that's coming up now in with Germany. They also had a, a gentleman named uh, Chad Goff. Uh, Matthew Jensen, of course, Curran Eagle, uh, one of the locks, which I was really surprised that they didn't saw his name in this past list that the USA Rugby gave us, again, for the Germany test. Um, they also have Javier Unufe, who I'm not really sure if is related to Maka Unufe, current USA Eagles uh, seventh player. And they also had a guy named Paul, I believe his last name is pronounced Lasique. I want to say he sounds a uh, Islander to me. Usually those are phonetic. Uh, last names like in Spanish. Uh, so again, and according to, and also to the pictures uh, that I saw of the of the combine, seemed uh, yeah, seemed a little, really fun. Definitely a lot of movement going on, which is great. Um, I'm just waiting to see who gets signed from this. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, this, I think the combines uh, situation is. It's been really a positive uh, bright spot for MLR. I think it's a great opportunity to kind of start 
seeing what the teams are are looking for, what they're going to be made up of, and as well as highlighting some of the real talent that we have in this country, uh, maybe some of the hidden talent, some of the hidden gems. So it's been really exciting to uh, see this process. And I know uh, when we started started out with MLR, a lot of folks were asking about the possibility of doing a draft or something like that. And I don't think we've ruled that out, but I think right now uh, most of the teams are really looking to the combines and individual signings to kind of fill out that roster, at least initially, uh, probably for the first season here. So, uh, yeah, I, good stuff coming out of Utah. Um, related to that, uh, as I understand it, Glendale is also having a combine coming up uh, this Sunday uh, at Infinity Park. Uh, from what I was reading, I was doing a little reading up on this this afternoon. It's interesting. It's not just for the Raptors. So it's not just for their MLR side, but it's actually for all of the, um, it sounds like all the men's teams, all the club teams out of Glendale. So they, uh, both the Merlins and the Raptors uh, coaching Coaches from both programs will be on hand checking people out, uh, kind of going through uh, drills and seeing what folks are made of. Um, to me, I think that's a really good thing because uh, the the Raptors, the Merlins program, really, ha- I think, being one of the most well-established programs in MLR, certainly, uh, they have a direct path. They have a system set up that allows players to move up the ranks so you can start out as you know a uh, lower d level uh, merlin player and have a direct path assuming you got the chops straight up to the pro or to the uh, major league rugby side of uh, the outfit which is exciting and you know if i were an athlete looking to ply my trade in this industry i would definitely be looking to uh, opportunities like this, even if it meant, you know, spending a couple of years in a lower, a lower level club to kind of work my way in. Plus it's a chance for some of these younger guys to get the experience kind of, it's almost like a, a farm team program in baseball, what you see where you have, you know, the, the lower leagues, minor leagues, and then you work your way up. And uh, I think, so that's one really unique thing that Glendale's offering. That's very exciting, I think, for especially for younger players. I don't know. Well, what's your thoughts on this one? Now, what I personally like is, and I'm actually looking straight at the website, and and it says, and I quote, it coaches from all men's divisions, so that's elite, Division One and U20s, will be available to gauge players' athleticism and abilities. So meaning... Even, when you, even if you go, and let's say, for example, you're trying to push for the Raptors' elite team, if you cannot... Let's say make that team, you will go down, let's say, one tier to Division One, And if you are under 20, it's possible that you go straight to the U20s team, which, by the way, I've seen them play a couple of games with universities, and those kids are, wow, out of this world, in all honesty. So, and again, going back with, with your analogy with, with baseball, Corey, um, so you could say this is almost like, let's say, a like let's say double A and triple A and then going straight to the major leagues uh, when it comes to again U twenties, division one and elite. And so in if you really think about it, you could have a young player coming straight, let's say from the Colorado State University, let's say for CSU, going straight to U twenties and then that playing transitioning into 
the, the U20s program, Division One, and then eventually uh, full full on full grown, uh, let's say, a Raptor elite player, uh, which is which is really promising. I have to say because you get that that player in in square one, and by the time that player is already in square three or square four, let's say for example, in 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 the in the MLR side, that player has already gone through the whole like say farming system, if you may, again, going back with baseball. So again, personally, I think it's quite cool. I'm also going back to the website. Um, I'm looking at uh, that no application is required. However, all athletes most, uh, must register and have to pay a $40 fee. And with that includes a teacher as well as a food that they're going to eat uh, during, during the tryout. Again, really cool. Forty dollars section is not that bad, all, all things considered. And I'm sure you get to keep the, the, the shirt. And again, even if you, if you don't make it, at least that will be a cool um, souvenir, if you may, of that. So again, all, all, overall, great, great stuff happening down there. Now, see, I'm kind of hoping the shirt actually is printed on there. It says Glendale Raptors. I went all the way to the Raptors combine, and all I got was this stupid T-shirt. <laughs> That'd be great. That would be great if you really think about it. It's not that bad. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think it's going to be interesting uh, as the league develops and as we see where MLR goes, if uh, they fall, you know, if they follow more of a, you know, the baseball style where you do have lower level teams that feed directly into a pro level, elite level program, or if uh, you know they're looking at a draft system more like uh, what pro football does in the U.S., where you actually are looking for college kids coming straight out and going straight to the big league. So I don't know. We'll just, I think, you know, that's one of the things the league needs to, we'll probably naturally develop over time. They'll just figure out what works best for them. So mm-hmm. that's, that's exactly right. Whether it's a football style or soccer style, a type of, um, you know, type of combine or how to pick players like that. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, one of the things we're doing right now is signing a bunch of players. So I know you're going to tell us about some Austin players, but I'm going to go ahead and take us back uh, up to Washington State for just a second here and talk about uh, the Seawolves bringing in uh, George Barton. Uh, We got another Canadian coming down to ply his trade in the Yole USA. He is from Duncan, British Columbia. Um, and he is coming to Seattle after playing two years in uh, the France Top 14 program, ASM Claremont Ferron uh, Rugby Club. Uh, Barton has distinguished himself as one of Canada's top prospects and a two-year member of the U-20s national team. So he really made a name for himself up there. And uh, I have no doubt that... Uh, you know, in between uh, seasons with the Seawolves, he'll probably be taking some time and uh, getting some caps for the uh, Canadian national team as well. So pretty exciting stuff out of uh, Seattle. What are you hearing as far as uh, goings on down in Texas there? Well, uh, today, actually, we got quite lucky. Um, AR gave us uh, three players for the week, and today we actually got two signings, which is really weird that they do two signings back-to-back. So going in order, the first one that we had was uh, Mr. Zach Mizell, uh, who is a swing. And he comes, actually, he is a native from Texas, coming straight uh, 
from a town called Keller. And Metza, oh, Mitzel, excuse me, is mostly known as a USA Eagles seventh player. And also the fact that he played for the Ohio Aviators uh, coming out of that other league, which will remain nameless. And um, he's been playing the game of rugby union since the age of 11, and he was featured in the seventh team in 2013. Now, before going up to Ohio, he played for the Austin Blacks, uh, where he returned uh, afterwards. Uh, now, currently, he's the head coach of the University of Texas men's team, and, well, he's going back to, to 15, so really happy that he's able to remain in his home state uh, to to do all this, um, now he also was uh, with the Quins uh, when he joined Arkansas State University as well. That's back in January 2011. He also got a couple of honors, all American honors, specifically seven seventeens, uh, which again led to his election. That I said before uh, with the Eagle Sevens. So that's one down. Second one that we got was, and again, that was today, and then the other one I'll mention after this one, it was a guy named Sunny Taylor, another wing, um, coming straight from Honolulu, Hawaii. Now, Sunny uh, started playing in his home state of Hawaii with the Titans uh, Rugby Club, and he eventually transitioned into the Hawaii Harlequins, which is actually probably the team in Hawaii that I know the most. Um, he then went to the International Rugby Academy of New Zealand, and he played for the Wellington Axemen, who, by the way, happens to be the second oldest rugby union club in the country. Uh, he recently played for the USA Islanders when they play against Saracens and Bermuda in that destruction of a game. I forgot the score, but I know it was in the 70s. Uh, I think 72-3 or 0. So it was ridiculous. But in any case, um, he's coming straight, by the way, from the Austin Hunts. Obviously, congratulations to him uh, for becoming an elite. And finally, and, and we just got this gentleman just a few hours ago, and, and hopefully I got his name right. I believe his name is pronounced Newt. Because, I mean, if it's anything like the word knife that has a K and you don't pronounce it, I assume it's Newt. So Newt O'Donnell is a scrum half. He comes from the state of Indiana, specifically the town of, let me see, Oceola, Oceola, there we go, uh, where he began playing out of Penn High School. He then went to Davenport uh, University, played for the Panthers, which is the name of the athletics team. Um, he then went to play for the Austin Blacks, just like Mr. Missile did in 2015. And he just uh, played this past summer for the Calgary Rams, coming out of Calgary, uh, Alberta, Canada. So, again, three really cool signings coming again to uh, the Elite, again, and two of them coming from the Austin Blacks, one of them coming straight from the Hunts. So, again, um, Corey, things are looking really good. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds like Austin's making some moves, making some of those big signings. So, uh, especially excited to see what Zach's going to bring to the program. He's got a lot of experience that's really it's an exciting it's an exciting signing so and i think we need to give a shout out uh to uh grant cole down there with uh this is texas rugby he's uh kept our reddit page up to date with a lot of these signings out of austin so thanks grant and uh if uh, you happen to be listening or if you check out the podcast later uh tell us how to pronounce uh, newt's name if it's newt or canute uh just let us know uh don't need to take a knife to that one so 
<laughs> I like that one. Yeah, that's, that's, that's terrible. Okay, so uh, looking ahead to the news section, it looks like we also have uh, some other stuff coming out of Austin. So uh, what are you hearing? So this past week, the Austin Elite Rugby uh, will host the first ever men's 15s All-Star Championship coming up next June. It's going to be an invitational event organized by the NSCR, the National Small College Rugby Organization, excuse me, NS, NSCRO, almost right there, there um, to highlight the best players from small institutions. Now, the tournament will be held at AYARD's new stadium in June 22nd to the 24th and will include not only the All-Star matches, but also an MLR match with Austin and an yet-to-be-announced opponent. So this, personally, I like quite a lot because uh, you're going to ha- have these, these college players playing throughout this, this, um, this three days and then they're also going to get to see an MLR match if they haven't seen one already. So you get the fact that uh, I'm sure people from Austin Elite and other teams will probably going to go down and check out that tournament and scout the players uh, from the colleges, as well as you're going to have the players looking at the, the Elite playing this other team, and they're probably going to say to themselves, you know what, I, uh, this looks really cool. I guess I could do this professionally. And if they cannot make it with the Elite, I'm sure they could probably find something with that that uh, yet to be announced opponent. So win-win situation really for both the players from these colleges and the MLR teams. Absolutely. And I think this again speaks to that community building that MLR has been uh, committed to the entire time. You know, they want to get local kids involved, get to really raise the, uh, visibility of the game so very excited to see this i think this is going to be a fantastic way to bring in like you say younger players and give them a chance to see elite uh professional level uh, rugby being played in the states which you know we haven't seen a lot of in this country there is also a announcement out of uh austin about a uh, technology signing uh, our agreement i guess they have signed with mac lloyd uh, mac lloyd will provide gps trackers for their athletes and so basically that's uh, part of their training regiment so when they're you know uh working out or when they're running uh it allows uh staff to kind of keep track of how much they're doing when they're doing it and uh, what their metabolic responses are to that uh, physical activity. So, you know, uh, once again, just a little, a little news nugget out of out of there that's really proving that uh, this is this is a professional, legitimate organization. This isn't just a, a bunch of guys getting together in a hot room, working out. There, uh, there's some real data data driven uh, improvements uh, they're working towards. So, very excited to see. See that going on uh, for Austin Elite Rugby. That's exactly right. And actually, I when I posted this this news to our Instagram page, and Mike Lloyd, as soon as I saw it, immediately started to follow us. So thank you for them to for the follow. Uh, Mike Lloyd, by the way, comes from France. Uh, the name may throw you off, obviously, but actually, it's a French company. And I was checking their website, and Mike Lloyd, if you're listening to this, don't be offended, but um. That um that, that English doesn't look good. I'll be honest with you. So if you could get a native English speaker to translate the page from French to English, that'll be great. Because unfortunately, the translation, nah, not really good. I'll be honest. With you. How's your French, Victor? Are you volunteering to help him out? 
Well, guys, I think I made a very clear on this podcast that you're in the français, and you probably know how much I hate the français language. So, <laughs> so yeah. So I'm, I think I made a very clear my my opinion on the French language. But if French they need a French. Spanish, if they need a Spanish language page, you're all over it. Well, French to Spanish, I don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> if it's not in English already, I mean, I could translate from English to Spanish. I definitely have no problem with that. So, uh, what do you, so we got a little bit of uh, news out of the Sabercats camp as well. Uh, so they've been taken to the airwaves a little bit, uh, promoting their team. Is that what's going on? Yes, that's exactly right. Actually, just today, uh, as I was checking out uh, the um, our Reddit page, again, if you really don't know, keep in mind, guys, that's r-mlrugby. Uh, we're checking that today. And as I was scrolling through the messages, I saw something very interesting. Apparently, the the Houston Sabercats are putting some some other post, uh, or excuse me, are putting uh, information of the team out there, and speci- specifically on the radio waves. And there were two, th- uh, I guess two um, two spots, radio spots that they put, one in English and one in Spanish. So here are those two spots from the Sabercats. You'll hear the English version first, followed immediately by the Spanish version. Ever thought there could be a sport that smashes together football, basketball, and soccer in one 80-minute adrenaline-fueled game? Houston, Major League Rugby has landed, and our Sabercats are ready to play. Be a part of history as the Houston Sabercats launch their inaugural season January 6th at Constellation Field in Sugarland. Season tickets are available now at www.houstonsabercats.com or call the box office at 281-240-4487. Get your tickets now before they're all gone. Go Cats! ¿Alguna vez pensaste que podría haber una actividad que combine todos tus deportes favoritos? Fútbol, baloncesto y fútbol americano se unieron en un juego de 80 minutos de pura adrenalina. Houston, rugby has landed. Y nuestros Sabercats están listos para jugar. Sé parte de la historia mientras los Houston Sabercats inician su temporada inaugural el 6 de enero en Constellation Field en Sugarland. Los boletos de temporada están disponibles en HoustonSabercats.com o llamando al 281 240-4487 Obtén tus boletos ya antes que se agoten Houston ya tiene equipo profesional de rugby y, y son los Sabercats 80 minutos de pura adrenalina sin descanso Compra tus boletos en HoustonSabercats.com o llamando al 281-240-4487 281-240-4487 Houston Rugby has landed y nuestros Sabercats están listos para jugar yeah, I, I I liked the, the the spots, especially the the, the first one, the English one. Now I listened to the Spanish one, and um and some of you that follow the Reddit page probably already saw, in my comment. By the way, my username is Interfere One, and um and I put a little bit of a rant because when I heard it, uh, the gentleman who uh, again who's talking, who I want to guess is either Cuban or Puerto Rican. One of those, I got one of those two accents. I'm not sure. Um, he sounds great. Pronunciation, everything's good. The only thing I personally did not like was the fact that there's a section in the um, in the spot that says uh, Houston rugby has landed in English. Okay, 
when you listen to the Spanish, it keeps that one. It doesn't translate it to, like, say, Houston, uh, rugby uh, aterrizado, which is the Spanish for landed. I understand the joke because, you know, it's, it, um, it's like the whole Houston, we've got a problem, that but then with the, the whole. I, I understand. I understand this reference. But the fact that they didn't bother to translate that makes no sense because, I mean, if, what's the point of making it in one language if you want to keep a little bit of it in another? Because I'm, I'm, I do know there are people in Houston that are not proficient in the English language. Who mm-hmm. Obviously, would not understand what that is. So there's two that um, the person as a Spanish speaker annoys me. And for the fact that I follow uh, the Spanish language scene of, of, the, of the game of rugby in both Latin America and Spain, is the fact that in Latin America, rugby really is it's mostly played in South America. And if you follow international rugby, you do know that the, the main power in America's rugby, when I mean America's, I talk about the continent as a whole, is Argentina. Yep. If you know, uh, if you know of, uh, if you and if you're a Spanish speaker, of course, you know the Argentinians have a very interesting way of speaking. Okay, Argentinians speak like an Italian speaking Spanish, and the reasoning as to why is because of the great population of people of Italian ancestry that live in Argentina, because uh, the Italians have uh, moved to the country in the mostly in the 1850s and 1860s because the Argentinian government was trying to get all these Italians to move into the country for them to work during their summer, which in Italy is a winter, and when it's a winter in Argentina, they will go back to Italy and back and forth, and some of them will stay, and well, the accent really came from that. I wouldn't be able to tell you how the accent was before the Italians, but I'm sure it wasn't that different, like, let's say, Chile's accent or Paraguay's accent, because Uruguayans speak just like Argentinians anyway. Well, in any case, the game of rugby entered the country through the, the British, the English specifically, that were working in the railroad business in Argentina. And their way of pronouncing the word rugby is with an English accent. Instead of saying, like, for example, I, as a Dominican, would say rugby. That's my pronunciation. But no, they would say rugby. You know, like, again, they would say everything in Spanish and then pronounce that word as rugby, which to my ears annoys me. Why don't you just say rugby? Because that's what everyone else in the words, everyone else in the Spanish speaking world says. People in Spain pronounce it the right way, rugby, which like which everyone else should do as well. So this guy in the spot does the same thing, which annoys me to know him. But that's just me, of course. But um, but besides that, again, spot was cool. We'll go ahead and move on to the tweet of the week. I can't believe we've already made it to the tweet of the week, man. Uh, I guess we just don't have. Apparently, there's at least half an hour of Aaron just talking. Uh, in most of our uh, podcasts. My goodness. Incredible. It's going sort to of be like, what, 30 minutes? So I guess the other 30 minutes is just him and Dan or whoever we get talking. Yep, exactly. Uh, we're just killing it here. So uh, it, Aaron, if you're checking this out, Dan, Aaron, this is how it's done, guys. Seriously. In, out. Got this. So tweet of the week. Uh, we got a tweet from... Uh, Rocky Osborne, who's the wife of Richard Osborne, and she gave a shout out and said, hey, ear full of dirt, uh, tagged us in a post, just listen to the podcast. Great job building excitement for MLR. Keep up the good work. Hashtag rugby, hashtag Austin Elite Rugby, hashtag MLR. So uh, this is a little, I think, a little selfish of us to uh, do this, but we kind of wanted to give ourselves a pat on the back and... uh, 
yeah, just thank you, Rocky, so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, that is why we're here. We are excited about MLR. You know, we call ourselves a fan cast because we're fans first and uh, we're podcasters like 10th. You know, there's a lot of things in between that other things that we are. So thanks so much, Rocky. We really appreciate the shout out. Uh, hashtag rugby, hashtag Austin Elite, hashtag MLR. So we're hashtagging it up. Uh, like Victor said at the top of the show, we didn't have any questions from Bob or anybody else this week. So I guess I'll just take this opportunity to kind of give a plug real quick for our Reddit page. Again, that's reddit.com slash r slash mlrugby. And uh, each week we try to put up a thread. And actually that's part of our problem is we didn't put a uh, questions from Bob thread up there this week. So maybe that's why we didn't have any questions. Uh Generally, we try to put up a thread that says, hey, ask us questions. But even if you uh, don't see that, you can always uh, message, instant message us. You can uh, call the 800 number that Victor is about to uh, read off to you. Or uh, send us an email at earfulofdirt at gmail.com. So we're accessible. We're easy to get a hold of. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Ask us questions any place you want. Ask us about anything you like. You want dating advice? We can handle that. You want to know uh, what uh, you should have for supper this week? I've got some great ideas about that. I'm a big uh, roast beef fan, for instance. Just throwing that out there. Roast beef's good. I agree. Yeah. So uh, ask us ask us questions whether your name's Bob or not. We're listening. So that's about all I've got. Victor, did you got anything for us on the way out today? Yes, actually. Um, something I posted on our, on our social media accounts was that today, today, October the 30th, marks 144 years since the birth of a legendary All Blacks captain, Mr. Dave Gallagher, a gentleman born in Northern Ireland uh, who grew up as a child in, in New Zealand and became the captain of the first original uh, All Blacks team, which is referred to as the original All Blacks. Um, now, real quick, so these guys toured the Northern Hemisphere from 1905 to 1906, and they played 35 games, okay? Out of 35 games, they won 34. So they only lost one game. And they scored 976 points. Keep in mind, back in those days, the try was three points and conversion was two. So these guys were killing it, needless to say. Now, Mr. Gallagher uh, was born in 1873, passed away in 1917 um, during World War I. He unfortunately died um, because he suffered an injury through shrapnel. He died a couple of years, uh, excuse me, a couple of days after that injury. And interesting enough, he's actually buried in Belgium of all places. So a little, little bit of history there for you. That's really, really interesting. Well, thank you for sharing that. And, uh, yeah, you can check that out on our social media outlets. And, uh, Victor, what are those? Well, let's see. Well, let's start with the, the one that we're doing right now. Um, of course, YouTube. Um, th- that will be Earful of Dirt Fancast. Please, guys, of course, make sure to subscribe to us. And, and follow well, follow this when, whenever possible. Uh, of course, we all got our other accounts, uh, such as our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram uh, pages. Again, and that's of course all of them as as earful of dirt. 
of course, uh, make sure to uh, add us on Instagram. Uh, well, Instagram, yes. But make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Player FM. And again, leave us that elusive review that we're still waiting for. <laughs> My goodness. So again, five stars, guys. We're just waiting for that one. Please, just be the first one. Like, we're begging you up to this point. And of course, make sure to also call us uh, at our uh, phone number, of course, so you can leave us a voicemail. And that's one seven two zero six zero zero two six seven nine. Once again, that's seven two zero six zero zero two six seven nine. And again, make sure to leave us a voicemail. Keep in mind that we do this live streams at eleven p.m. Eastern, eight p.m. Pacific time. So obviously, if you're in between, if you're Central or Mountain time, you already know how it goes. And that's that's going to be well, guys. Today is a really short show. Again, you blame Daniel and mostly Aaron for that, really, <laughs> for how short this thing is going to be. So we'll see you next week, hopefully with the whole band together, giving you an hour worth of content. And of course, uh, again, Victor's name. That's Corey signing off. Have a good night. Connect with Earful of Dirt anytime. We're on Facebook and Twitter as Earful of Dirt. You can email us at earfulofdirt at gmail.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 720-600-2679. Until next time, for Aaron, Dan, and Victor, I'm Corey. Thanks for joining us. 